Yo, what up, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. I appreciate everybody for taking time out of their busy schedules here on a Monday afternoon to hang out with the crew here at Giants Now. We had a little bit of breaking news prior to the show. The Giants worked out seven different players. They are going to release a player, and two of the players that they worked out were quarterbacks, which tells me this Daniel Jones thing may drag out a little bit, and he may, uh, you know what, I'll say my take on that. I'll say this. You should be worried about Daniel Jones and if he's going to play again this year for the New York football Giants. Let's do this, though. Shout out your city for me in the chat. One of my favorite things here about Chat Sports is the fact that we have viewers from all over the globe, and we continue to grow and grow here on this channel, crossing over 37,000 subs last night. And I want to know where the real ones are tuning in from. Scott's in New York City. What up, J-Lib? Zoe's in Catskill. Mr. King says hi. Michael just says I'm. Uh, Mr. King says New York, another New York City. Las Vegas from John Lieberman. Charlie G is repping from Delaware. Scott says downtown for real. Nope says they worked out seven different players, two QBs, and one released. Yes, they did. The Giants made some roster moves. We're going to keep you in the loop on all of that during today's show. K-Mac is in AVL. I'm going to be honest. I don't know where that is. Uh, AVL? Um, ATL? Magic City Wings? Is that what we're talking? The Big Moo is repping from Delray Beach, Florida. What up? Corinne is in the chat. Cha is in the chat. Love that. Uh, Nick is in Rhode Island. Mr. King says, yo, Giants are not doing good. No, the Giants are not doing good. That's, that's, that, is, that is very factual, my brother. Joel says New York, NYG season, RI. I'm guessing that's Rhode Island. K-Max says Asheville. Henry says Danny, take your $60 million and retire. Aman is in Germany. And Scott says the big moo, LOL. J-Lib says the big ragu. Love that. I wanted to ask this question right here. Who is the most important player on the Giants and why? Last night, we saw a backup quarterback fill in for Daniel Jones, and the Giants had the ball at the one-yard line to win the game. So I'm curious, is Daniel Jones the most important player on this team? Who is the most important player on the Giants and why? Joseph says Justin Pugh. NYG season says Andrew Thomas. I don't have to explain. Hey, it's okay. You, you, you can follow the rules if you want to or if you don't want to. But I agree with you right there, brother. Uh, Charlie G says, not Kayvon Thibodeau. Caesar says, Andrew Thomas. Nick says, Bobby Okereke. Mr. King says, ha, I am so mad. They better win against Commanders. Barkley. <laughs> Hunted says, Saquon. Jay Lip says, Andrew Thomas. Scott says, Andrew Thomas. Henry says, Caleb Williams. Well, he's not on this team yet. Zoe says, Slayton. Giants fan here says, I'm back. Well, I am glad you are back, my brother. I <laughs> love that. Uh, Giants fan, yeah. Uh, Cha says Bobby O'Carrot Cake. He heard you bashing. Look, Bobby O'Carrot Cake uh, was not good the first couple weeks of the season, but the last two weeks he's turned it up and he looks like a, a Giants linebacker that we all know and love. So shout out to him. My answer is going to be Andrew Thomas, though. Um, this team is. They're not able to move the ball without an adequate O line. And Andrew Thomas brings some stability in that. Later on in the show, I'm going to give you five things the Giants must do if they want to turn this season around. But first, if you enjoy playing fantasy sports, you enjoy winning money playing fantasy sports, and you want to do it daily, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, and PrizePix is going to hook you guys up with a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. 100% match. You put 100 bucks into your account, they're going to match it up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CLNS. All you do is you select a lineup of two to six players and you just select more or less on the projected stat total that Prize Picks has for each player. This week, I'm going to go into the receiving yards category. I think Darren Waller is going to continue to get more targets as this season goes along. So I'm going to go with more receiving yards for him this week. I also think A.J. Brown is going to have a good game against the Miami Dolphins. Their defense is known to give up a couple big plays. So I'll go more on A.J. Brown. And with Keenan Allen um, tonight against the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to go with less 
on the receiving yards. I think Dallas is going to win this game, and I think it may be a, a kind of a blowout here a little bit. Dallas coming off a loss. I think they're going to be locked, and I think they're going to be loaded. You can make any type of plays. Baseball, basketball, NFL, oh, college football. If there is a sport out there, you can make a lineup with prize picks, choosing more or less on the projected stat line. One more time, prizepicks.com slash CLNS, promo code CLNS. That's clickable down in the comments, description, and live chat of today's video. One more question I wanted to ask before we dive into the latest news and rumors. I want you guys to predict the Giants' final record. When all is said and done, when week 18 is wrapped up, and whether we're looking to you know, look at the NFL draft or whatever we're doing at week 18 on this channel, what is the record of the Giants going to be? I will say this. The extremely hard part of the schedule is over. We are on to the easier part of the schedule. But it's still the NFL, and anything can happen. And we saw that last night where the New York Giants almost took down the Buffalo Bills with their backup quarterback and as 15-point dogs. Predict the Giants' final record. We got a 6-11, and 3-14, and 3-15, and 2-15. and 15. Well, you don't play 18 games. You play 17 games. 5-12, uh, 5-12, 5-12, 7-10, 7-10, 2-15. keeps on uh, Scott, 3-15 is, is not possible. Uh, Giants fan here says 9-8. and 10-7, uh, 12-5, obviously. Yeah, obviously, Caesar. 6-11, and 4-13, 1-16. 2 and 15. 1 and 16 for Jay Liv. Oh, man. Yeah. Look, we'll show the schedule coming up in a little bit. Um, there are some winnable games out there. There are some winnable games out there for this football team. And with the way the defense played, I don't believe in moral victories, but maybe they can keep that juice rolling into the rest of the season and uh, continue to play well. Uh, Josh says the Jets are good. Two times Philly, two times Washington, one trip to Dallas. Rams coming here. Yikes, you also get to play Washington twice. I'm counting those as winnable games. You get to play the Packers. You get to play the uh, the Patriots and the Saints. That's five easy winnable games right there. Those teams stink. Um, we'll talk about it, though. We'll talk about it. We got 90 people watching here on Monday afternoon. If you haven't yet, I'd appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up icon. Look. It's easy to be a fan of the New York football Giants when your team's 6-2 and two and you're going to the playoffs and, and, and dubs are coming every single Sunday. But it's the real Giants fans that are in the chat right now repping New York Giants now. So if you could, we'd appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up icon. We got 90 people watching. Can we get up to 50 likes, a little over 50% participation? I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, hitting that thumbs up icon does more than you know. It lets YouTube uh, in a little secret that Giants fans are enjoying the show that they're watching right now. What's up? Never heard of it. Amon Khan says, I hate when people beg for likes. Yeah, I also hate when people cry in the chat about what I do. Amon Khan, cry somewhere else, brother. <laughs> Never heard of that clown in my life. Maya's World says, what's up, Marshall? Real one all day, every day, all day long. What up, what up? Jay Liv says, but they're showing signs of improving and turning it around. Are they? Or did they just play one tough game last night? And Bills are a good team. Or maybe they, they just played bad. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to find out who this football team is Sunday against the Washington Commanders. That's for sure about that. Without further ado, though, let's jump into the breaking news that we have surrounding our New York Giants. What up, everybody? Look, the Giants are stacking losses at this point in the season, but I want to do this. I want to beat the Washington Commanders Report, a channel here at Chat Sports and subscribers picked up this week look if you want to beat the commanders you want to keep the season alive and you want to have an opportunity to provide a dub for new york giants now by chat sports i need you to hit that sub button right now sub for giants dubs and if you are already subscribed to the channel i want you to type me down in the comment section 
Let's get it going. Coming up on today's show, the New York Giants have worked out two veteran quarterbacks. We have a scary Daniel Jones injury update, and the Giants are moving on from an offensive lineman. So we're going to dive into that all and more coming up in just a second. All righty, let's get into it. The Giants have worked out seven different players here on Monday afternoon following the loss on Sunday Night Football to the Buffalo Bills. Let's start with the five players that I think the Giants were working out, at least four of them, for a potential special teams returner spot. Demir Birdies bounced around the National Football League a couple different spots, spent some time with the New England Patriots. He's done a little bit of returning in his career, uh, and maybe the Giants look to put him in that type of situation. Also, Jalen Camp, who last spent time with the Houston Texans in 2022 as a wide receiver, Hassan Hall, who is a rookie UDFA. He's 23 years old out of Georgia Tech in Louisville. Maybe the Giants are going to add another running back, maybe a special teams type of player. Then you got Kyrick McGown, a wide receiver as well. Maybe the Giants are going to add another punt return. Then you got Eric Soybert, I believe is how you say his name, a tight end. But the news of the day with the people that they're working out come in at the quarterback position. We told you guys last week that the New York Giants could look to sign Matt Barkley with Daniel Jones injured. Why? Because of the relationship and the connection that Matt Barkley has with Brian Dable. He spent three years in Buffalo when Dable was the offensive coordinator, so not going to be a lot of time allotted to the fact that he's got to pick up the playbook and be ready to rock and roll. Probably coming right away and serve as a backup to Tyrod Taylor. Hasn't had that well of a career, hasn't put up the best numbers, and that's why he's been out of the league for about a year now and why the Giants are looking at him as a quarterback to potentially sign in mid-October. He started seven games in his career, completes less than 60% of his passes, less than 2,700 passing yards throughout his career, 11 total touchdowns to 12 interceptions. Look, at the end of the day, if you're signing a quarterback off the streets in the middle of October, probably not a good QB. But what this tells me is I don't think that Brian Dable is confident with having to put out Tommy DeVito in a game uh, – just yet. So maybe this is a veteran emergency backup quarterback, or they're just surveying what is out there and just being being resourceful and being smart and opportunistic with this. The other veteran quarterback that they did work out is Ian Book, former quarterback for Notre Dame, has only played in one game in his career in the NFL, and it was just a couple of spot snaps. Um, look, you're, you're looking at quarterbacks that potentially could come in and play or be a backup to somebody if they have to. I don't expect Forty and Booker Matt Barkley to start games unless there's another injury to Tyrod Taylor. But when I circle back and I just think, why would the Giants be working out veteran quarterbacks? Because the guy right now under center number eight may be out a while. We'll get to that Daniel Jones update in a second. But also, do they trust UDFA Tommy DeVito to be the first guy up if Tyrod Taylor does get hurt? This tells me probably not. If you had to pick one of these two guys to sign, though, who would you rather it be? Probably going to sign to the practice squad and then use those four game day elevations to see uh, before you make a decision on if he's going to be on the team long term. Pick one to sign. Is it Matt Barkley? Is it Ian Book? Type the initials of the dude that you want to see rocking Giants blue. Coming up next, there are some rumors heating up, and I want to talk about it. Is Daniel Jones going to be out for the year? Is Daniel Jones going to be out for the year? We'll break that down in a second. But first, let me fill you guys in on a little bit of a secret here. If you like playing daily fantasy and you enjoy winning real-time money and having the ability to withdraw the money out of your account, get hooked up with the number one daily fantasy sports app, Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, and they are going to match your initial deposit up to $100. So when you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS, use that promo code CLNS, Put 100 bucks into your account, Prize Picks will match it with $100. All you do is you create a lineup of two to six players, and you simply choose more or less on the projected stat line that Prize Picks has for these players. Coming up next week, they're going to have Darren Waller's projection at 43.5 receiving yards. I think Waller's going to have a good week. Giants started to target him down the end of the stretch of that game, and I think with Taylor under center another week, probably didn't work with Waller all that much. Another week of chemistry, he's going to lean on him a little bit more. I think A.J. Brown against the Miami Dolphins is going to have a big week. I think on Monday Night Football, 
The Cowboys, unfortunately, are going to blow out the Chargers, and Keenan Allen may not do all that well. So I'm going to go with less on his receiving yards. You can roll with my picks, you can fade my picks, or you could just have some old pi- your own picks as well. Just do it with our sponsor. Support the show, support the sponsor. It would mean a lot to me. PrizePicks.com slash CLNS. It is legitimately the best way to play daily fantasy. I do it every single Sunday. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. Go to the link, PrizePicks.com slash CLNS. I will say this. The fact that the Giants are working out two veteran quarterbacks uh, is a little bit concerning for me, and it's a little bit concerning for Daniel Jones. And let's just get to it. I think Daniel Jones might be out for a while. At the end of the day, he already missed one game. He said his goal is to play on Sunday against the Washington Commanders. But the neck injuries are always so scary, and we've already seen him one time in 2021 suffer from a neck injury that knocked him out for the entire rest of the season. I think it was the final five or six games of that year. Supposedly he had off-season neck surgery. Does he need surgery right now? Not 100% sure on that one. But I do know this. He's still feeling pain in his left, in his neck, and the pain in his neck has now traveled to his left shoulder. And one thing I know for sure is, if you have neck pain and it's causing pain in another part of your body, you probably shouldn't go play a contact sport in a collision sport in football. Just a thought. Not a doctor, but uh, I know this. If I had a hurt neck and I felt it in my left shoulder and I saw the Giants offensive line and those were the guys that were going to have to protect me, yeah, I would probably sit out a couple weeks as well. Melissa Stark of NBC got to meet up with Daniel Jones prior to kickoff last night and said this. I talked to Daniel Jones in pregame warm-ups, and he says he feels pain on the left side of his neck. He's having symptoms into his left shoulder. He said he can throw, but the concern for Sunday night was taking contact and getting hit in the game. How are you going to play a football game if you have pain in your left shoulder due to a neck injury? How soon does that heal? How many weeks of not having pain in other parts of your body that stems from a neck injury do you need to have before you go back out there? Because you know what that tells me? He is one hit away from a serious injury. And you don't ever put anyone into a sport where they are one play away from severely hurting himself. I'm not convinced Daniel Jones plays again this year. You just looked at two quarterbacks at a workout. We just got word from Jones that he's feeling pain in his shoulder from his neck. I I, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I'm not. He could play this week and I could be totally wrong. Maybe I'm being the overly emotional, pessimistic Giants fan that I am. Neck injuries are scary, man. doesn't matter what sport it is. You don't risk that stuff. Hurt neck behind this O-line? If I'm Daniel Jones' agent, if I'm Daniel Jones, I don't want to play. Because you could be one hit away from severely hurting yourself for the rest of your life. And that that is never okay. I hope the best situation for Daniel Jones. I don't want him to play until he's 100% healthy and he's not a hit away from hurting himself even more so than he already is. So I'll ask you this question. Will Daniel Jones play again this season? What do you think? Type Y for yes, type N for no. I would probably type my Y for yes, but I'm not, I'm not going to be shocked whatsoever if he doesn't play again. This year at least. Um, scary, scary stuff right there, ladies and gentlemen. I hope he's all right. Really, really do. Let's close out the show talking about the roster move the Giants made today. They are going to open up a roster spot by cutting offensive tackle Jalen Mayfield after they signed him to the active roster Friday. So the Giants are doing some roster shuffling. They now have an open roster spot. Aziz Ojolari went to IR on Friday. Jalen Mayfield went to the active roster. Now Mayfield's off the active roster. The Giants have one active roster spot. So what does that tell me? Justin Pugh, you are going to be signed to the New York Giants active roster any given moment. And that's kind of what the Giants knew all along. And let's be honest, the offensive line play across the National Football League is almost at an all-time low. And if you're a team that needs someone that can play guard and tackle, and you could poach Justin Pugh off the Giants practice squad, I would go do it right now. Which tells me, Joe Shane, you better sign Justin Pugh to the active roster before a team is going to poach 
Justin Pugh from this practice squad because it was never his plan to be on the practice squad long term. Pat Leonard said this about Justin Pugh. Pugh and the Giants talked transparently entering this. Pugh would try out as a practice squad player to prove he was healthy. If he did that, he would be worth a more formidable contract to reflect his value to the active roster. And certainly, last night's emergency left tackle work qualifies as even more early value than anyone expected. This is simply phase two of what he and the Giants already discussed. Pugh said all of this on the record. Justin Pugh wants a fully guaranteed deal. And after what I saw him do last night, starting at left guard, then having to go to left tackle after an injury, and he was able to put up formidable numbers, and he was able to keep his QB clean after two early sacks because he didn't have the cadence down with Tyrod Taylor. And once he settled in, this Giants offensive line was formidable. And that's all because number 67. The veteran stepped in. He calmed everybody down and said, let's relax. Let's play football and let's be a little bit aggressive on this offensive line like the New York football giants always have been. The PFF grades weren't incredible for Justin Pugh, but think about it like this. Pugh hadn't played tackle with any regularity since 2017, and he played 38 pass-blocking snaps there Sunday night. He allowed just three pressure pressures. The pressure rate of 7.9% is the lowest of any Giants left tackle in 2023. This man was eating Cheetos two weeks ago on his couch, and now he's the best left tackle the Giants have had since week one in Andrew Thomas. If I'm Justin Pugh, I don't play another down for this football team until you sign me to a fully guaranteed deal for one season. Why else should he play? Why else should he sacrifice his body? He came out there without playing football for a year after tearing his knee up, was good at left guard, and then said, Watch this. I'll go to left tackle, and I'll be the best guy you got there since your all-pro tore his hamstring against the Cowboys chasing down a blocked field goal. If I'm Justin Pugh, I don't suit up again until I got a fully guaranteed deal. He probably will because he's a stand-up guy, and he's a, le- he's a captain, he's a veteran, and he's a leader. But I wouldn't do it. Show him some love, though, because what he was able to do last night was tremendous factoring in the circumstances. I'm extremely proud of what he was able to do. Type those 67s down in the comment section. Show the former first-round pick for the New York Giants many, many years ago. Some love. Type 67 down below. Very, very, very good job by him last night. And I'm proud he's back on this football team. And he should have been on this team seven months ago like we talked about on this channel. All righty. We appreciate you guys for always tuning in. Look, season's that season could be over. We're down bad right now. But I am not going to quit on you guys. We're going to continue to pump out content, daily content, videos for free. So if that's what you're looking for, you don't quit on your team, subscribe to the channel. Let's go Big Blue. We did get our first Super Chat of the day from Neil. And Neil is a first-time Super Chatter. So what we do when you Super Chat for the first time is we give you a little two-clap. So for Neil, let's ride shot to Neil. He says nothing, just sends in a little emoji to show some love. Neil, thank you for, for supporting the show, and I appreciate you sending in your first ever Super Chat here to New York Giants now. Bye, Chat Sports. Jack Lauderays, Patrick Seatman thought since today was his birthday, he could request PTO. What a loser. So uh, we got my man Jack Lauderay in the build, repping the Giants hat better than Patrick Seatman ever baby. could. Let's go. Jack, Let's go. I'm Let's no go. Doctor. And I know you may not be a doctor either, but I want you to predict it. Will Daniel Jones play again this year? So just for clarity, I'm not fully caught up on what's going on with Daniel Jones. Yep. So based off of what I'm hearing, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll type, I'll type my wife for yes for now, since we're not even halfway through the season. We're only, we're actually officially a third of the way through the season. Um, I, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type yes for now, but I do agree with you, though, that, like, a neck injury is serious. Like, and if you're feeling it, like, the effects of it in other parts of your body, probably that's, not good. that's probably not great. And you said that he has a history of neck problems as well. Yep. So I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to say yes just because there's still a lot of season left, so I don't want to say that he's going to be done already. Yeah, 11 weeks would be a long time. But... But with the history, 
I don't know. But he said, and he said this last week as well, but like he's like, oh, I'm, the, I'm hoping to play on Yeah, he said his Sunday. goal was to play so against whoever we just lost maybe to. Maybe he's not as far behind as we think he is. We don't know all the information, so I'm going to say yes, but I don't know. I, if I had to bet my life on it, I would say yes, but I don't think it's like – and look, I could be completely wrong. Uh, I haven't talked to Daniel Jones. I haven't talked to the doctors. This is all me reading the tea leaves here. Neck injury, you're feeling pain from that neck injury in other parts of your body. The Giants just worked out two veteran quarterbacks. If they thought you were going to play Sunday, why would they work out two quarterbacks? Now, why would they do that. That's just my thoughts. I'm just a dot connector. I try to make sense of it and hope you guys agree with my take sometimes. Randall Owens, though, is coming in with a $2 super chat. Shout out to Randall Owens. Randall Owens, a real one. We appreciate you, Brody. Thanks for supporting the channel. Look, if you guys want a super chat and send in a couple of questions, we'll answer those as well because we've got a mailbag coming up in about 15, 20 minutes or so. And I want to use this as a vent session. I want to be able to talk to you guys like we're at a bar and we just saw Darren Waller get mugged at the end zone for the Giants to lose the game. Oh, wait, we did see that. We saw the Giants get absolutely cheated on Sunday Night Football by the refs. An absolute joke. Uh, if I'm a coach, specifically a defensive coach, and I was ever in the same situation at the Buffalo Bills, I would do exactly what they did. Hold one time, and if you get down to the one-yard line, you hold again because they're not going to call two holding calls in a row. That's what the NFL just showed you. That's what the NFL just showed you. They're never going to call back-to-back holding plays, so you might as well do it every freaking time after you already did it once. Um, It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I would like you guys to get some questions in. I want to be able to do a mailbag on the show, a little vent session. You guys vent to me. I vent to you guys. We complain. We, we do we do what we do best here on this channel. So hashtag Giants or Super Chat down in the comments section. Shout out to my man Justin getting a question. And John Lieberman says, Dable should have kicked that field goal. Which one, John? Yeah, are you saying like with 14 seconds left, they shouldn't have even run a play? Because I don't agree with that at all. John says before the half. So you think with 14 seconds, they should have just went out there and kicked a field goal and not ran a play? That's a tough argument because you don't, like, we're coming at this now knowing what happened in the game. Agreed. And with 14 seconds left, any adequate offense realizes that you have three plays there. Three throws to the end zone. Um, Somehow the Giants... Ran one play. Um, brutal. Caesar coming in with a super chat. What up? Is the Big Blue Wrecking Crew linebacker corpse back? I'll tell you what, Caesar. Micah McFadden has been good. Bobby O'Karake has been good the last couple of weeks. It's the first time I've watched a Giants defense in a long, long time where I was like, you know what? We've got some studs in the middle of this defense that can make plays from sideline to sideline, from hash to hash. They can make plays going forward, rushing the quarterback. They can also make plays dropping back into the defensive backfield. Um, I'm not going to say it's the big blue wrecking crew linebackers, but I'll say it's a lot better than what we had last year with Jalen Smith and Jared Davis. That's for sure. That's for sure. Henry Santigo says it takes six seconds for a good play. From the one-yard line, though, you can run three plays. One step, drop, and you throw an immediate pass. Um, 14 seconds is three three plays from the one-yard line. They all obviously have to be pass plays, though. They all obviously have to be pass plays. Mr. Rick saying 26 isn't 100%. That's a fact. We can scrap this one uh, since we already did a coldie on that one, so I don't want to do two cold OPs. Yeah, good call, good call. Let's uh, let's do the cold open like. If you want to beat the commanders like this video, get the good vibes rolling on this seg. Coming up, I'm going to give you five things. If the Giants want to turn this season around, they got to do these five things. If they want to make the playoffs, which... 
They got to do these five things. That means, that, that means there's more than 66% of games left. Me too. 66% of games left. Only I'm allowed to talk shit about the Jets. <laughs> Steven, love the question, brother. Nope's getting a question in. King Lobo as well. Love that, love that. Rashad, getting a question in. Appreciate you guys. If you haven't yet, get your question in. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat. Let's dive into it, though. Five things the Giants must do if they want to turn this piece around. Coming up in a second, I'm going to tell you what five things the Giants must do if they want to get the season back on the train tracks. But first, I need you to hit that thumbs up icon. If you want the Giants to beat the Commanders this Sunday and get back in the win column, hit that thumbs up icon right now. All righty, let's get into it. You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. The facts are the facts. The Giants are 1-5. We're headed into week seven, and the season is almost lost. But I will be honest here. The easy part of the schedule is here. The hard part of the schedule is gone. You get to play the Commanders twice. You get to play the Jets, the Raiders, the Patriots, the Packers, and the Saints. You should be able to beat the Commanders twice. The Jets will be tough. They've got a good defense, but let's be honest. Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback. Giants played a good game against the Bills as well. The Raiders are a dumpster fire as well. They're beatable. The Patriots, at one point, before Sunday, had scored less points than the Boston Red Sox had runs in October. I think they played one game in October. Um, also, Week 14 against the Packers, they haven't scored more than 20 points since Week 2. And Week 15 against the Saints, Pete Carmichael is the worst offensive coordinator in the league. I see a win versus the I see a win versus the Commanders. I see a win versus the Raiders. I see another win versus the Commanders and the Patriots and the Packers and the Saints. And I get you seven wins on the season. And maybe you beat the Rams. That's eight wins. Can you get to eight, nine and be respectable? If you want to, these are the five things you got to do. You got to get healthy on the offensive line. No doubt about it. No other way to talk about it. If you want to get back on track, if you want to achieve any dream that you had set up for this season, you got to get healthy on the offensive line. And that starts with your all-pro left tackle, Andrew Thomas, who, according to Dan Duggan of The Athletic, he tweeted this over the weekend. He is expecting for Andrew Thomas to ramp it up this past week. But to be honest with you, I think next week, week eight, is a more likely outcome for Andrew Thomas. Has not played since week one. Since the blocked field goal against the Dallas Cowboys, that got returned all the way back to the crib. John Michael Schmidt, your rookie center, hasn't played since week four. It's tough to be a good O-line in the NFL. It's extremely tough to have a good offensive line with backups scattered everywhere. What if I told you, in two weeks, in two weeks, this could be your potential offensive line. There's a Band-Aid here and there. We're doing a little rotating chairs, but at the end of the day, if this is your starting five, that's good enough to win footballs in this league and have a serviceable offense. Andrew Thomas, Justin Pugh, John Michael Schmitz, Ben Bredesen, and Evan Neal. If these are the five offensive linemen for the Giants heading into week seven or week eight, I'm going to feel good about this team and potentially them winning a couple of ball games to close out this year as the schedule gets a little bit easier. I want to ask this question. We're a third of the way through the season. We've seen games without Saquon Barkley. We've seen games without Daniel Jones. We've seen games without Andrew Thomas and John Michael Schmitz. So I got to ask, who is the most important player on this football team, and why do you think that? Give me your thoughts down in the comment section right now. Something else that the Giants need to do is they need to start playing the young wide receivers more. And they did that last night against the Buffalo Bills. It was the first time that they really leaned on their young wide receivers and said, you take the ropes, you hop in the saddle, and you carry this offense. Jalen Hyatt, career high, 56 snaps played versus the Buffalo Bills. And Wandale Robinson, who continues to rehab from that torn ACL last year, 46 snaps. I love the way that Wandale Robinson is able to catch the ball in between two people and get upfield north and south and get that first down. He's someone that Joe Shane has always called a generator with the football in his hands. We saw that on pure display. How many times last night do we see him sit down on stop routes about a yard or two short of the line to gain, 
and he's catching it, and he's already turning up field before he's got full possession. I expect big things for Wandale Robinson in his career as a Giant. If he continues to stay healthy, he's going to be the slot receiver of this team for the future. And then Jalen Hyatt, 56 snaps. The Hyatt catch on the fourth and five to extend the drive was nice. This man comes across the middle on a 12-yard dig route. Tyrod Taylor throws it too high. Hyatt goes and scratches the roof in Buffalo, catches it, comes it down. It gets hit in the freaking ribs, holds on, chains are moving, drives alive, and we're typing once. What about the play where Jalen Hyatt had a pancake block 30 yards downfield, spring and open a Saquon Barkley 33-yard run? What about the 47-yard connection he had with Tyrod Taylor, who, crazy thought, rolled to his left, and still threw it downfield. I was begging for Daniel Jones to do that for five weeks, and everyone told me only Patrick Mahomes can make that throw. Tyrod Taylor did it and said, hold these. Brian Dable also said this about the young wide receivers. They're young, so you've got to play them and develop them. And it's time. Look, I'm a huge fan of Isaiah Hodgins. I, I love what he did for this team last year, but he's not a game changer, and he doesn't really put any fear in the other opposing team's defenses. Paris Campbell, it didn't work out. They're not playing Sterling Shepard. I only really want to see three receivers be a part of this rotation. Darius Slayton, Wandale Robinson, and Jalen Hyatt. Fill in the gaps, gaps elsewhere if you have to. We'll get to the other three things the Giants must do if they want to turn this season wrong, uh, wrong, around. But uh, first, let me let you guys in on a secret here about our proud sponsor, Prize Picks. Don't tell anyone. But if you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, PrizePix is going to match your initial deposit up to $100. Put $100 in your account at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS. You're going to have $200 in your account to play with, and you're going to get the opportunity to play the best daily fantasy sports app in the game. It's my favorite because you're not playing up against a 1,000 other computers and a bunch of sharks and sharps out there. It's just you versus the projected stat line that Prize Picks has for certain players. A lineup that I'm rolling with this week is this. I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a good game against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. I think Tyreek Hill is going to score a touchdown. Seems to do it every single week. I think Barkley, with another week under his belt, continue to knock off the rust a little bit. Saquon Barkley is going to be the featured player for this offense against Washington, especially if it's Tyrod Taylor back under center. I'm going with more. On all of these, you can select the lineup from two to six players. The more players you have, the higher the payout is. PrizePicks.com slash CLNS, promo code CLNS. The link is clickable down in the comments and description of today's show. Shout out to them for sponsoring New York Giants Now by Chat Sports. I'm thinking of big games for Saquon Barkley. And speaking of Barkley, the Giants, they got to lean on him a little bit more. Um, what the Giants did last night is they stuck to the ground game. I think Barkley had 24 carries. And I went back and I listened to the press conference for Brian Dable, and he said some interesting words. He said, the way we played was we stuck with the run game, even though it wasn't producing right away, but it led to eventual big plays for the Giants. And he talked about pretty much, that's what you got to do with a running back like Saquon. And if your offensive line can't pass protect, and you're going to continue to have a backup quarterback right there, Let's put the ball in the belly of 26, 24, 25 times a game. He's the best offensive player on this team at a skill position spot, and he needs to be a focal point going forward. This may seem mean and cruel. He's on a one-year deal. No need to save him for next year. See what you got left. See if he can finish the season strong. Because if he plays good and he averages 90 rushing yards the rest of the way and he stays healthy, maybe you do bring him back. I don't know. Um... But I love how he finished versus Buffalo. Had a 19-yard run off the right side. Had a 33-yard run off the right side. Got a great block from Waller. Got a great block from Jalen Hyatt. Um, love the way that Saquon Barkley played his first game back after that high ankle sprain. Thing number four. And he may already be doing it. But Brian Dable, you need to start calling the plays. The Giants, uh, this is incredible. I can't believe I'm saying this on October 16th. The Giants' offense has not scored a touchdown since September 21st. What? It's week seven. The Giants haven't scored an offensive touchdown since week three. 
You're an offensive head coach, Brian Dable. You were hired here for the efforts you were able to make and the success you were able to have as the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. This is your offense. Even if you aren't the play caller, Brian Dable, it's your offense because you're an offensive head coach. So fix it. Whether that means you take the play calling away from Mike Kafka, if you've already done that, or something else, you need to do it. Another indictment on this offense, they haven't scored one first half touchdown all season long. You know why that's a problem? Obviously, besides the fact that you need points to win the game, 50% of the plays you run on offense are scripted in the first half. That means you are spending time installing these plays throughout the week thinking they're going to work. And they're not working. You need to fix it. And for the very least, I want you to take on play calling so I can blame you if it sucks. Because that's what you are as the head coach. You're the person who gets blamed if the team stinks. To quote Step Brothers, it's your fault. This is your fault. Um, but seriously, another reason the Giants offense has gone from a middle-of-the-pack offense to one of the worst in the NFL is they can't finish drives. In 2022, the Giants had the fifth-best red zone offense, converting touchdowns at a 64.8% clip. That percentage down almost 40 percentage points to 30th in the NFL. The Giants are scoring touchdowns in the red zone at 29%. A joke. I think this is also what you got to do. You got to understand who you are as a team. You got to look in the mirror and say, it's week seven. We are what we are. We are who we thought we were. Shrink the game. And you did that last night. And it gave you an opportunity. What do I mean by shrink the game? Eliminate possession. Manage the clock. Dominate time of possession. The Giants won the time of possession by five minutes last night. They were able to limit the amount of opportunities the Buffalo Bills had to score. And also, let Wink cook. Um... I thought Giants got off to a terrible start on the defensive side of the ball to start the season. Played a good offense with the Cowboys. Played a good offense with the Niners. Played a good offense in the Miami Dolphins. Played a good offense in the Seattle Seahawks. But against the Seahawks, you played good. And he also did a little bit, a decent job against the Dolphins. I know they had some big plays, but that's what the Dolphins are. But you absolutely, the best coach on the field last night, head coach, assistant coach, coordinator, was Wink Martindale. Held the big bad Buffalo Bills to less than 300 yards, less than a buck 70 through the air, and forced two turnovers, and you won the time of possession like we talked about. And I think that starts with the middle of your defense. And that comes back to the inside linebackers that this New York Giants team has. Bobby O'Karake, I thought, played bad football the first two weeks of the season. I want him to play faster. I want him to play downhill. I want him to play like his hair was on fire. Instead of just reading and reading and reading, just react. Go play football. Stop thinking so much. And he's played his ass off the last three weeks. And his buddy, the guy who was praising all offseason, Mike McFadden, he's played good as well. I mean, those two combined against Buffalo had 18 tackles, two tackles for loss, three pass breakups, and they were involved in both turnovers. O'Kara came both. He punched one out, tipped one up, and uh, McFadden came down with the interception. And I'm, I'm, I'm very enthused and proud and happy with the way that those two guys have played. They got to stay healthy if this defense wants to stay on track. How did the Giants get the season back on track? Get healthy on the offensive line. Play Hyatt and Wandale Robinson more. Lean on Barkley. I want 30 touches for Barkley a game. Shrink the game, Brian Dable, and start calling plays. Because at the end of the day, you're an offensive head coach. You're going to have to shoulder the blame for all the offensive woes. And right now, it is bad how often, how bad. It's offensive how bad this offense is. Let's do this before we bounce on out of here. Predict the Giants' final record. You're one and what are we, one and five? Is that right? Head into week seven? Yeah, one and five. Can't even think straight. This team is killing me. Predict the final Giants record. I want to hear from you. Let me know down below. And as always, give me a follow over on Twitter if you haven't yet. I love chopping it up with Giants fans over there. Um, it's a good way for me to continue to connect with you guys. So if you haven't yet, give me a follow over on Twitter at MarshallGreen underscore. Oh, Queenie! Queenie with the hundred dollar super chat. Type those cues in the chat. Want to grab a couple of happy dads in that shotgun little tool? Let's get weird. Let's get weird, Queenie. I saw the hundred dollar 
super chat roll in during the cut. And I was like, holy shit. I had to stay calm. I had to stay focused. I just want to say thank you. It, it, seriously, get the cues in the chat. Show Queenie some love. Literally, we are not worthy. We are not worthy. Queenie, um, I'm, not, I'm bad at checking my email. Did the, did the goodies ever show up at your house, Queenie, if you're still watching? Um, I guess I'll have to check my email if so. Either way, Queenie, thank you. You are an MVP here at New York Giants now by Chat Sports. And you know what? I, I've learned this throughout the season. Last year was a lot of fun. Giants were winning games. First year we did watch parties. We built a really strong community. It's been really hard personally for me. Uh, I live and ride and die with this football team just like you guys. But it's people that continue to come back to the show, that continue to show love, and that continue to support me that make it worth it. Because at the end of the day, watching the Giants lose is not fun. But when I get to go in the chat and I see Queenie, and I see Adam Schmidt, and I see Cha, and I see Nope, and I see C. Standards, and Steven, and Rashad, and King Lobo, and Gerard, and John, and Jay Liv, and all, Mr. Mr. Rick, Mrs. Rick, all of you guys. Um, it makes me want to keep, keep putting out Giants content. So for me, to you and everyone watching, I guess what I'm trying to say is just thank you. Because right now, y'all are the only reason I'm freaking enjoying what I'm doing right now. Um, you guys make it worth it. Queenie, I will get in contact with our shipping department here at Chat Sports, and uh, I'll see what's up with that because that should have been taken care of by now. We got some interns running the shipping package department, so uh, it's, uh, it, 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 it's a little it's tough to deal with, but I will do my best, Queenie, to make sure that that has been taken care of. Thank you. Thank you. I am going to do a beer shotgun, though, because you know what? I could freaking use it. I could freaking use it. So let's go. How many cues are loaded right now? And then Neil Believes comes in with a $10 super chat, says, I'll be at the game Sunday versus Washington, and I look forward to seeing the Giants score some offensive touchdowns and the defense continue to getting takeaways. LFG Big Blue. Um, I'm right there with you. Look. This, this Washington off defense got torn apart by Justin Fields. And let's be honest, he's not a good quarterback. I'll gauge it after the, after the first one. Uh, get the plant, though, in one. Uh, look, Neil, this is a winnable game. You can beat Washington. They're not good. They lost to the Bears. To the Bears. The Bears do stink. Neil, shout out to you. Queenie, I got a shotgun for you. Let's ride. <coughs> Woo! Darnell Patterson says, I'm still here, gang. Look, you're still watching, you're still supporting this show. That means you're the definition of a real one. Absolutely. Micah Gibson coming in with a super chat. We'll put this one on the mailbag as well. Says, heartbroken ever since last night. What about signing Tyler Smith and or Connor Williams this offseason? Look, you're going to get... $30 million from Leonard Williams. You're going to get about $15 million from Adoree Jackson. I would not be surprised if they cut Darius Slayton and save $7 million. They're going to cut Mark Lewinsky, save about $5 million. You're going to have $55 million, $60 million in cap space. Take 40 of it and go sign two good offensive linemen, Micah. I'm right there with you. Um, you you, you got to do something. Um the Giants have tried the draft route. They've tried to build the O-line through the draft. Has not worked out. Maybe it's time to go sign some proven veteran offensive linemen in this league that have done it at a high level before and not be cheap and only sign Mark Lewinsky. Go sign two freaking bruisers and maulers and get it done. Because 
I'll tell you this much. I don't think Brian Dable's seat is hot right now. I don't think Joe Shane's seat is hot right now. But I'll tell you this much. If the Giants are bad again next year and the offensive line remains a problem, whoo, that's going to be a hot seat for both those people. I don't care if it's only year three. The seat always gets hotter quicker in New York, and the slack is not nearly as long. Big market, a lot of expectations, and John Mara is tired of losing, even though he is 100% part of the problem because he told Brian Dable and Joe Shane, yeah, sign James Jones. Didn't hear that from you, though. We do got a mailbag coming up in a second, though. You want to be featured on it, hashtag Giants or Super Chat. All the Super Chats that have come in so far that are Giants-related, we'll pop those up on the screen. But uh, let's get into it. Let's do a bench session. Let's just freaking talk. What's going on, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. Game day is just around the corner. We're going to answer some questions about it from subscribers. Let's do it. Micah Gibson says they're heartbroken ever since the loss against the Buffalo Bills. What about signing Tyler Smith and or Connor Williams this offseason? Look, the Giants are projected to have the $55 to $60 million in cap space this offseason. Um, Adore Jackson's coming off the books. Leonard Williams is coming off the books. Saquon Barkley may be coming off the books. They're going to cut Mark Lewinsky. They may, may cut Darius Slayton. Um, they're going to have money to spend. And Micah, I'm right there with you. I honestly don't care who it is, but you need to sign two veteran quality offensive linemen, two people that could be starters on this team, preferably at the left guard spot and the right guard spot. And if Evan Neal struggles the rest of the year, kick his big ass into right guard and then go sign a right tackle. Um, and you still draft a couple. So I'll be honest with you. Brian Dable and Joe Shane are safe. Their seat's not hot, and it should not be. This is always going to be a rebuild. But if the problem that was a problem in year one, which was the O-line, and if a problem that was a problem in year two was the offensive line, is a problem in year three, yeah, seat's going to be hot for those two. At all costs, fix this offensive line. For once in all, God damn it. Steven, what up, brother? He says, two in the chest of 26, we would have won that game. Ball in the chest of 26 at the one-yard line? Hard to disagree with that, but the Giants did get stopped on two-third and shorts by giving the ball to Saquon Barkley. They also got stopped on the goal line giving the ball to Saquon Barkley. And if you watch that play, the offensive line gets blown up. Thing is, Steven, it's the wrong call because it didn't work. And that's how sports work. Because if you give the ball to Saquon Barkley there and they don't score, you know what we're all saying? How'd you give it to Barkley? Everyone knew it was going to Barkley. How come you didn't throw it? That's what professional sports is. It's the right call if it works. It's the wrong call and if it doesn't. It didn't work. Um, I don't mind the call. Darren Waller was held the entire time. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know it's a hold when your friends that aren't Giants fans tell you it's a hold. It was a freaking hold. Nicole O'Brien coming in with a $10 super chat. Nicole, thank you for supporting the channel. Hope all is well. We really appreciate this. Just want to say, hope the Giants trade Barkley. Good cornerstone. Wait. I want to say, hope I Giants trade. You want the I hope the Giants trade Barkley. Good cornerstone player. Help offense God and locker room. Good locker room? It sounds like you're making a case for you don't want to trade him. And I understand that because you know what, Nicole? One day I'm on this side of the fence. I want the Giants to keep Saquon Barkley. Then the other day, I'm on this side of the fence, and I'm like, you know what, Giants got to trade, and they got to get him some assets. So right now, I am riding the post of what to do with Barkley. At the end of the day, he's on an expiring deal. He's a running back, and he's going to be, I believe, 28. Might be 27 in the offseason. I think it's 28. He's getting closer to 30. And Giants have a decision. They didn't want to pay him last year. He's a year older now. Does that, I think that factors in the extension talk. I think they could get a third-round pick for him. You trade him for a third-round pick. I'm not sure. Hell of a leader. Hell of a football player. Face this organization. I love him. You love him. I bought his jersey on draft day. It's going to be a sad day if he's ever not a New York Giant. Sometimes in life, you got to take one step back to take two steps forward. And 
with the holes that the Giants have on this team across the offensive line, can you afford to pay Saquon Barkley? I learned this a long time ago from a wise buddy. He said, you don't build a run game in the NFL around a running back. You build a run game around the offensive line. The best run games in the NFL are based on the five guys with their hands on the dirt, not the one touching the football. And right now, we don't have that. If we did and we had Barkley, he'd be the best in the league. And he's damn good because he just put up 95 yards against the Bills with a bad O-line. Does he want to be here anymore? I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him if he said no. Should the Giants trade Barkley? I'm extremely conflicted. One week I say yes, one week I say no. I'm a fan just like you, extremely passionate, and my heart is always on my sleeve, maybe a little bit too much. What do you think? Should the Giants trade Saquon? It's really type T for trade, type R for resign, because those are the only two options, but let's do T for trade, K for keep. Let me know what you think down below in the comment section. <sighs> Sway me, because I don't know. I don't know. Rashad McCory. What up, McCory? What up, man? Do we lose to the bad teams and get a premium pick, or do we ball hard and stay in mediocrity? You know, Rashad, Rashad, just go out and play games. You just go out and play games. If you win, you win. Never going to be mad at the Giants for winning a football game. If you lose, you lose. Look, you don't tank. You don't tank in the NFL. It's not a thing. Um, people's lives are at the line when they play. Ask Daniel Jones and his neck. Um, you just play the games. If you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. I think it's kind of just that simple, Brody. That's where I kind of stand on that. Justin, what up? Do you think Tyrod Taylor can be can be better than Daniel Jones? I think it's concerning that the offense may have looked a little bit better with Jones. He did have 26 behind him, and that guy's always going to make a big difference. But even some of the throws and even some of the plays, like I thought Tyrod looked a little bit better. I think kind of what I'm coming to is Daniel Jones can do more with more and Tyrod Taylor can do more with less. Even that's a problem. You have a backup quarterback making $5 million. You got a starting quarterback making $40 million. When they play, it should look like a completely different product out there. And not only did it look a little bit better, um, it wasn't even close. There should be a drastic difference. There wasn't, and that's that's concerning for me. So. I do want to give a shout-out to today's sponsor, Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, and Prize Picks is going to match your first deposit up to $100. If you like playing daily fantasy sports and you want to real, win real money doing so, get hooked up with Prize Picks because it's daily fantasy made easy. I'll break it down to you the easiest way possible. Prize Picks sets a stat projection for a whole bunch of different stats for every single individual player. You create a lineup of certain players and the projected stat lines for prize picks, and you simply select more if you think there's going to be more and less if you think it's going to be less. You can do two to six players. The more players you have, up to six, the higher the payout and multiplier is going to be of your potential winnings. These are the picks that I'm going to roll with this upcoming Sunday. I'm going to go with more rushing yards for Josh Jacobs, more than half a touchdown for Tyreek Hill, and more than 68 and a half rushing yards for Saquon Barkley. You can roll with my picks, you can fade my picks, or you can make picks of your own. Just do it with our proud sponsor, Prize Picks, prizepicks.com slash CLNS, promo code CLNS to get that $100 match, or up to $100 match when it comes to the deposit bonus. Jay Sports Card coming with a super, char super charge, super chat, what up, man? What would you think of Drake May in New York Giants blue? I think Drake May is going to be a good quarterback in this league. Um, I think Drake May, if this current Drake May came out last year, he would have been the number one overall pick over Bryce Young. I think Drake May is one of the better quarterback prospects we've seen in a while. Reminds me of Justin Herbert. I just don't think he has as strong of an arm as Justin Herbert. But he's athletic like him. He's big, tall, and strong like him. He can rip it all over the yard for multiple arm angles. He's a good player, man. He really, really is. And if the Giants end up with him, that means you had a top five pick, and that means you're hitting the reset button. So I'm going to be a little bit upset about it because this team was one win away from the conference championship last year. At the end of the day, 
If you're picking inside the top five, probably means there's a problem at the QB position. So I'm not going to be too upset. King Lobo, 999. What up, Brody? What games is the Giants winning from the remaining schedule? Um, look, you get Washington. You want to pop that up, Jack, real quick? We had that uh, in there. Um, the schedule gets a little bit easier the rest of the way. By no means is it a cakewalk, but you play some teams that are reeling right now. Let's be honest. The Commanders are not good. The Raiders are not good. The Patriots are not good. The Packers are not good. The Saints are not good. That is potentially five wins right there. Can you steal a game for Zach Wilson and the Jets? Can you beat Washington twice? And Week 10 is going to be tough versus the Cowboys. Let's say this, though. Optimistic Marshy here. Two wins versus the Commanders. You beat Zach Wilson in the Battle of New Jersey. You beat the Raiders in their sorry ass led by, who's their quarterback at this point? Brian Hoyer? You beat Mac Jones in the second worst offense in the NFL and the Patriots. Beat the Packers and you beat the Saints. That's seven wins right there. Obviously, you know, NFL anything can happen. So much so we almost beat the Bills on primetime football. Um, and then could maybe you steal one versus the Rams. If so, that's nine wins. That's nine wins. I'm not here to sell you a dream. I truly believe that the Giants can beat all those teams. Those teams aren't good. We may not be good either, but it's what I believe. It really is. Predict the Giants' final record for me. I want to hear what you guys got to say. Predict the Giants' final record for me down in the comments section, and make sure you are subscribed to the channel. We're going to continue to put out content every single day here on Chat Sports. So sub for Giants. Dub. Nope. Coming in with a question. Says, if you had to pick a position on defense to improve, what would it be? It's a really good question. <clears throat> if you had to pick a position on defense to improve, edge rushers. Edge rushers. Um, yeah, Jihad Ward and Boogie Basham rushing, rushing the passer last night. Look, if you could turn injuries off and Aziz Ojolari was able to play, I think this pass rush could be good. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is a good player. Um, still young, still has a ways to go, missed an opportunity against the Buffalo Bills, had Allen wrapped up and missed a tackle. But it would be edge because if this team could get home with four, they would be much better on defense. And they're already kind of decent, solid on defense, did a good job on Sunday night. But it would be edge rusher on defense for me, no. Good question. Caesar. Thoughts on trading players like Adori and Leo for other players instead of picks? You know, I haven't thought of that, Caesar. Trading our players for other players? I would just rather picks because if you're trading your guys, you're kind of accepting that the season may be a wrap. And I would like, if we're going to do that, to have picks in the future to make this team better. So I honestly wouldn't do it unless I think that those players we're getting back are better. Because if you're just getting equal talent, you weren't winning with these guys, you're probably not going to win with the other guys. I, I, I would much rather picks. Good question. I haven't thought about it. Jared, hey, Marshall, I would like to know, what do you think about Dable saying he's playing Hyatt and Robinson more? Thank God. Thank God, Jared. I've been begging for Hyatt to play. And I'm a big fan of Wandale Robinson. I think still it might have been a little bit, a bit of a reach when Joe Shane took him in the 2022 NFL draft in the second round. But I see a guy that could be a long-term slot receiver in this league. Um, I think he's going to be a good good player. Really do. Good question, Brody. Justin Noodles, who were your top five players from the Giants offense last night by performance? What about defense? Saquon Barkley, Justin Pugh, Wandale Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton. Did I say Tyrod Taylor? I'll throw Tyrod. I'll give you six in there. On defense, Micah McFadden, Bobby O'Karake. I thought Dex played all right. I thought Leonard Williams played all right. Um, I thought Deontay Banks played pretty good, too. I've been impressed with by the rookie corner. Maybe that's a light, uh, a light to look at in this season. Maybe the Giants got an elite cornerback one down the road because I like what I've seen from them. Nicole, what up, what up? Thank you again for a super chat, Nicole. Don't want to trade Barkley or Slayton. Only two players I'd upset be upset to lose in the offseason. Look, I would be upset too if the Giants lost Saquon Barkley. Uh, I remember in 
what was that, 2018 when they drafted in the second overall pick. And all night long after that draft, I was watching Saquon Barkley highlights till the wee hours of the morning. Uh, I actually wanted the Giants to take Saquon Barkley. Uh, I was pounding the table for him to do that. Go get the best playmaker possible. And he's been the face of our organization. Best player to put on a jersey for the Giants since Eli Manning. Um, I think we may just be coming to the end of the road there. Slayton, on the other hand, I think he's been a good receiver for us. Um, I don't know if they will cut him, but they'll look at it. Could say seven million dollars. You can get another receiver for seven million dollars. Maybe a little bit better than Slayton. I think Slayton's a good player. Um, I think he's a wide receiver three. But um, Nicole, there is a chance that both those people could be off this team next year. No doubt about it. Close the show with this question: Are the Giants the worst team in the NFL? Can't believe producer Jack's making me ask this question. Are the Giants the worst team in the NFL? Why for yes and for no? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it.